You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Well, that is an interesting intro song. Hello, and welcome to After Buzz TV, Beasties. Being as for doing and after a long, excruciating one out of three hiatuses that we've had to deal with, we are back doing Beauty and the Beast just for you guys. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, and joining me in studio is. Hello, I'm an 84. And if you notice, we have a space here missing. Uh, I was going to call her Paige, but uh, I, she is Paige. Yes. I do this every week you guys poor Paige she's watching right now going oh my goodness she is missing right now but I know she'll be back next week and dying to talk about this week's episode yes no pun intended I just realized I said that this is a huge episode however before we get started talking about the episode I want to talk about this contest really quick so hopefully some of you guys can catch the trend because Every week, as you guys know, there's always a new topic that's trending. We're three hours behind East Coast, but if you're in Hawaii, you can still participate. So, <laughs> But anyways, so basically this week's trend is Save Evan Marks, right? right? However, what you can do, there's this contest, and forgive me, guys, I copied and pasted the rules on my iPad, and I think it kind of went out of order a little bit. But what you can do, if you haven't read about it, is send... Um, they're asking for really creative drawings, poems, paintings, stuff like that that has to do with like the best of the best of Beauty and the Beast and just keep on tweeting it out. Hashtag it with all the proper hashtags, which is Save Evan Marks. Also, send it out to CW Network, the cast. Keep on retweeting, retweeting. And apparently, what they are giving out is one of the green hoodies that we see them wearing backstage and stuff like that. Right. But Nick and I were but, talking yeah. about the value of this sweater, and we love Beauty and the Beast. But you know what we would love even more is if Jay Ryan was wearing the hoodie before they gave it out. If he wants to, like, roll around in it a little bit. <laughs> Wait, like you want him to be in it when they give it to you, right? Oh, I mean, that yeah. would yeah. be That's even better. That's exactly what <laughs> okay. we want. Because we t- might see that on eBay then after <laughs> they give it away. This is true. This is true. I, we'll take both of them rolled into one. Now, that <laughs> is a contest. Yes. That's something I would enter. So now that I'm done (laughs) panting and drooling over this hoodie, let's talk about the show, shall we? All right. Okay. So topic number one, the big topic, has got to be Evan. We start with Evan. We end with Evan. Yeah. And you know, it stinks because this whole season, all I've talked about is how I want to just him and Heather. But this time I kind of feel guilty that I've been saying that. Yeah, because, well, he, he got whacked. Yes. <laughs> she, I mean, she, she, she says it so sensitively. I it so sensitively. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I just, I actually didn't see that coming. I didn't, I didn't. 
Be- only because everybody's been talking about it on Twitter that it gave me a clue and I was really hoping not. And I almost hope I didn't or wish I didn't see all that on Twitter because then I would have been a little bit right, more surprised. Right. See, but, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it. So when it happened, I was just like, oh, what? okay. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he got shot, I knew he was dead. Be- the first time? For the first time. Just because some actors do this thing when their character dies that when they get shot like and you know they're going to die later they do this thing where every line is just a little bit extra dramatic and <laughs> yeah. as soon as and as soon as he was shot and he was on the ground like oh, I don't think I'm going to make it like he was just he was already done you're like okay you know they're going to kill you in the next 10 minutes Ah, oh, but I was so... <laughs> he's so sensitive, too. Uh, I was so mad. Well, let's rewind. I don't want to... Let's talk about that at the very end of this okay. show. Let's actually start from the beginning of everything that was going on. So we talk about... Or we see Kat and Evan, and he's pretty much trying to tell her in so many different ways how he loves her. Right. Basically, I mean, right. every single time, I'm doing all this for you and to protect you. Mind your business. How about that? Show your love by minding your business. Right. That would and be I much mean, better. It pretty much went over her head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know. But there's so many times that he's ratted out on Vincent, attempted to or is doing, mm-hmm. and he did it successfully this time. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. Actually. Hey, congrats to him for doing that. Why? No, congrats no, to him. Because he's been trying. So now he finally he accomplished achieved. And look what happened to him. Karma sucks. Mm. Karma sucks. Sarcasm. Yeah. I know. But still, that was like way crazy. Because, you know, you got to think about it this way. He thought. He was, you know, genuinely doing something good for Kat, like really protecting her. Right. His problem is he did not investigate things thoroughly. Yeah, and he, did he didn't not, listen either. No, he didn't give Vincent one single chance to explain himself. Right. But then again, neither did Tess when she first met him either. That's true. Which, it was really nice to see Tess embrace the idea. She did it a little bit last episode, but the idea of Kat and Vincent and coming over, wanting to have girl time. When she saw Vincent in the background, she didn't freak out. She was like, oh. Oh, fly. And you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Kat pointed it out, but right. I would have been like, mm, it's okay, boo. You're, you're yeah. cool. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I like that they went upstairs on the roof and she's being a girlfriend. So tell me, what's he like this? Da, da, da. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they don't have the sex talk, but obviously right. that's the direction that she was going with it. So it was nice it's to see It's refreshing her. to see that because, you know, you, you've had... Tess go in after him like you know ooh I want to get him I want to get him I want to get him and now all of a sudden she's like embracing it yeah. so it's it's refreshing well I mean for them too it's refreshing for their yeah. friendship because for such a long time Kat's had to lie and Tess has known something's crazy going on so now right. that everything's just out in the open we can be friends again yeah it's your best friend that feels good yeah you know at the same time she's still faced with the decision of do I want to immerse myself in this lifestyle because if so I'm facing a life of lies hiding and all kinds of other crazy things right which she still never made her decision she said that but I think she's gonna go ahead and just it's your best friend yeah have her back and she also mentioned partner too again oh did she yeah hmm interesting it's like oh it's your partner it's my partner yeah yeah Oh, okay, okay. You know how I'm like <laughs> so team Tess and JT and everyone's like, oh, it's probably not going to happen, Paige. And, <laughs> but you know what? And it probably won't. But I did like the chemistry between the two of them, the snippy back and forth. They're both kind of smart butts. We're going to use safe language. <laughs> but they're both really 
um, sarcastic. And yeah. I like the bickering back and forth when they are breaking into Mirrorfield. She had said something. Well, it's kind of mean because she was saying something about him trying to fit down a hole or something. And did you, did yeah, you catch that? yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you're not gonna be able to fit down a hole. And that was kind of like a jab. I don't know if it was like a jab to his like weight or. But you know like, what? That's okay because when you saw the hole, it was literally like this big, so right. nobody would fit down it realistically. Right. But it's just the point. Yeah, the, like the back and forth. I'm all. Yeah. You guys just need to get together. I like the chemistry. A lot. I do too. I do too. I like when she kind of called him. Like she told Cat, "Well, you know, of course, you would be the one to go to like to nerd." The, the Geek squad, squad, squad as backup. Yeah. 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 He's just, he's funny anyways. We'll talk more about him later too, but I love, we always talk about how he's got all these one-liners and this and this and that and him and them in the car and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kat's fancy car and just like, oh, wow. And he's like, I really got to get rid of that hatchback. Hatch yeah. <laughs> it's always that right amount of co- comic relief when everything is getting super tense. Yeah. And Tess had a few one-liners too. She did. She did. She so, did. Uh, again, They'd be a good couple, CW writers, if you're watching. It's just a suggestion. That's all. Yeah. We'll tweet it out. Don't worry. We'll hear about it. <laughs> okay. So, let's go back into Evan. Let's, yeah. let's talk about Evan minding, needing to mind his business, but at the same time, him talking to Jay Ryan. What did you think of their conversation that they had on the subway? Oh, I, I, you know what? I love them together as, like friends and like best friends stuff like that and like colleagues and stuff like I just I think you know he he said he said what he needed to say wait on the on the subway yeah yeah yeah. no it's yeah but I don't feel like they were very friendly I'm talking about when Jay approached Evan and was basically oh okay okay, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. I got the Characters confused. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm thinking it's okay. JT. Wait a minute. Wait, yeah, I was like a friends. Mm, I don't know about that. My bad. Um, <laughs> don't let it happen again. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I. You know what? I. I liked that he con- confronted um, Evan about. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I mean, here I was like finally. Well, Kat's been trying to handle this on her own for so many times, and Vince has been laying low. Right. And he's like, you know what? I'm sorry. Boom. In the park. It's about time. I'm have words with him. And while you do it, you have those words. And when yeah. he did, it was like this deep growling like voice. I was like, <laughs> okay. Two octaves deeper than normal. Go right. ahead. It was like finally. Yeah. Because you've been waiting and it has been building and building and building and it just kind of like let it out. Well, it's just like, like man yes. to man macho standoff. And that's the thing right. with men, like you have this pride and this ego and it's all like, who can be the baddest. Right. And here's Evan. It's funny because Evan is, he's manly. He's definitely manly, but he's taken a passive role, even though he's being active about turning Vincent in but I feel like he's doing that because that's his last resort he's not strong enough Mm -hmm. to take on Vincent so I'm gonna call somebody else who can first of all second of all he's threatened by him in a love type sense so the only thing he can do is use Murfield yeah do you know what I mean so he's just coming off as this jealous dude and he keeps on talking about how you know, Catherine deserves to be with a real man. And he's pointing all these fingers without not knowing the story. Right. You did this. You got her in this lifestyle. If it wasn't for you, she wouldn't be in danger. You, you, you. Like, wait, why, way to make him feel like guilty and poop. Right. I think most of it was, is not so much because of like, you know, all the quote unquote murders and stuff like that, but it is his feelings towards Cat. Yeah. yeah. That's like coming out in like a way that shouldn't. 
It's a mixture. Basically. Yeah, I was say it's a mixture of emotions and I yeah. feel like insecurity because haven't you? <laughs> this sounds. Weird. <laughs> haven't you ever either been in or seen a situation when you're in school or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's two girls that like a boy or vice versa, and the boy likes one girl, not the other girl, but they happen to be friends. She's gonna find a way to, you know what I mean? It's like you, yeah, it's kind mm, of like high school. Exactly. All That's over the again. exact vibe I got. Yeah. It, it, and Evan is acting a little bit immature. Right. Unfortunately, it costed him his life. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think in some cases maybe. In certain people, it would happen again. Because, I mean, I know, like, people that are older than high school that it has happened to, you know? Right. So, I think that they put that into the whole play, mm-hmm. into, like, the whole, like, situation. Because mm-hmm. it does still happen, even after high school. Of course. Type of thing. Of course. I mean, it is high school, and it is immature, you know? But people, you know, do stuff like that. I also feel like Evan was being very ignorant and had his blinders on. But yeah. it was a choice. Right. It was a choice. You knew that Murfield was dangerous, mm-hmm. but you still kept getting involved for yeah. whatever reason. Still, here's Kat telling him, look, they're dangerous. Yeah. You know, and Vincent, when they did have that meeting, they're dangerous. What are you doing? And he pushes the stupid panic button. Yeah. And you're going, oh, hell. Yeah. And here comes Murfield. Yeah coming in and and when they swooped up Vincent I mean I knew something bad was going to happen mm-hmm. I don't know about you I was shocked when Evan went in and saw the laboratory it didn't really dawn on me until Evan explained it to to Vincent what was going on I saw the body parts in the lab and I thought right. okay they're cutting things up and they're experimenting right I didn't realize that they're trying to rebuild more super soldiers now to me that's a huge twist in the story yeah I didn't realize that either yeah, yeah, totally got me yeah. on that one, and I liked watching everything unfold. As far as, I mean, I'm so jumping to the end of the show, but I think that was the huge plateau. Oh of, yeah, of just everything, the season in general. But here you see Evan finally seeing the truth. He must feel like the biggest stupid person. Yeah, that's the nicest way I can put it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think this whole what this what happened about finding out, you know, that they're just like trying to rebuild and stuff like I think it's going it's changing like the whole it's going to change everything. Of course, I'm interested to see how it's going to go, because obviously we all know there's this huge thing of will there be season two? Will there not be season two? Right. I feel like there will be. But in the event there isn't, I'm wondering if the writers are writing it in a way to to either wrap up loose ends. In case. Yeah. Or how are they going to hook it to where next season starts? You know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's why the death of Evan came into play as a just in case. Right. You know? I'm not really sure. I mean, just in case. I mean, did they want him off? You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, it's like now you can't bring him back. Yeah. Unless I didn't, you want well, to pull off like a soap opera thing. And but here's like, the thing. I'm back. They should you know. They should have left it. If that's the case, this is how they should have left it. Vincent, going backwards again, here's Evan breaking and entering after he, well, he's already in there. Right. Testing, testing the little receptionist guy and just acting like obnoxious. His character has gotten so obnoxious. Yeah. Instead of asking questions, he's just antagonizing the guy to tell him what's going on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into, and that's the problem. He's just digging himself deeper and deeper. Get out, dude. Yeah. Instead, swiping stuff, breaking through doors, finding out stuff, which is what leads him to the lab in the first place. Right. Just trouble. Yeah. Um, 
They could still bring him back, I think. Yeah, with but- with like with their technology in that laboratory True. with pieces of people. True. Ooh, they could bring him back as a beast. Ah. I mean, seriously. Uh, yeah, yeah no. I, I could see that happening. Plus, thought. I mean, what's what did they tell you at the end? Oh, he went on a long vacation. They didn't find his body randomly somewhere. Of course not. Murfield got rid of that. Yeah, but you know. Okay, that's the thing, too. That's where I was actually going with it. I'm glad you said that as far as bringing him back. Mm-hmm. Okay, the one bullet hole, that could have been a bring back. He got yeah. shot in the stomach. We could have seen him faint, and somehow, <laughs> mysteriously, he dragged himself out of the tunnel or wherever he was and right. got medical help. But he just straight up went out there, and this is a whole situation all on its own, unnecessary. Yeah. Walked out there, just arms open, come and take me. I'm going to do the man thing and just... I don't know. Just, right. You know what I mean? I mean Take my was, life for the woman I love. What was the point of that? I have absolutely no idea. To be honest with you, I don't. I understand that Kat and Vince were in a tight situation. He felt like, it's my fault. I got you into this mess. I was blinded by my feelings. Blasity, blasity, blasity. Yeah. Let me send an email. Take the blame for everything that's going on in the police department. You know what? Okay, that's very kind of you. Thank you. He but, realized right. he'll never be out of the friend zone. Yes. <sighs> So I'm just going to take w- the bullet she and wouldn't call even, it a day. She wouldn't even give him a kiss on the lips. Uh, right. Uh, right. But, you know, uh, we were watching and thinking the door was almost open. Vince almost had the door open. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah, what did you, course. standing there with your arms open, really accomplish? Because you probably would have had enough time. He got that door open just in time. Yeah. Even if he left through. last, he would have taken like one round and gone through the door. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. And then he just stands there and lets them Ugh. shoot him. Mad, angry at that. Yeah. Totally irrelevant. Something Anik and I were looking at. And I don't know if it's because he has a new hairdo or what happened, but we take a break and come back and I'm looking at him going, he looks different. His yeah. face looks different. I don't know, no offense, Mr. Cute Guy, but you look like you put on a few pounds. He does. Right? He does. That was really quick. I don't know what happened. Well, how much do yeah. 10 bullets weigh? Shut it down. No, but this was before he got shot. Yes. Though. This was way before he got shot. You like look at him in the first scene and it's like, what happened? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's us. Well, you know, and it's the first time we've seen his hair down. And this is me reading way deeply into <laughs> the writers and the makeup and the hair. But it's funny when his hair is pushed back and slick, he looks very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Right. When it's brushed down like that, he almost looked a little bit like the sappy guy, the lame guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just fit the character of, of where he was at in his life at that point emotionally. Yeah. Because he was kind of at a low. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that's Could we me. maybe go back to, like, the makeup for a second? Yes, please. The whole scar on Vincent is driving me crazy. It's, like, changing sizes, shades of color. Yeah. I mean, is it supposed to do that? I don't know. Or is it just, like, they're not... Con- makeup artists, the makeup artists on the show are not consistent? I don't know, but it was, like, up, like, over the eyebrow, and right. I didn't think it was over the eyebrow before, and then it was the bigger when it was cold, and I don't know. Yeah. Like, did we miss something? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. That's what I was, when we were watching it, I was kind of yeah. like, maybe because it's cold, it accentuates the scar. Uh, Does that happen in real life? And that's just, they were trying to pay attention to detail? Is that what was going on? I, I don't know, but it's it was driving me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good comment, but I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. No idea. All right. I'm going backwards again. We I keep on hitting back because just so many different events happened mm-hmm. with the whole Murfield situation. And when Kat... Okay, first of all, Kat breaks in and all this good stuff is going on. Where did JT and Tess go? Yeah. They, I mean, they... 
infiltrated the system, smoke bomb, whatever they did, shut it down. Cat got in, and then what? You just left her there? Yeah, they just took off. I guess they went They're to like, go okay. make out yeah. in the back seat of his hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just thought that was kind yeah, of yeah because we didn't see them afterwards. No, they just it's left. Like, where did they go? But Cat was kicking butt up in that situation. She was. I was like, yes, get it, <laughs> go. I, lo- I like. Me too. I always like when she kicks butt. So do I. <laughs> it's nice to see a girl, and she's a tiny girl at that. Yes. They're going around just, I don't know, you know, girl Kicking power, ass. all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can see the say the the bad words for me. The bad. <laughs> all right. Then after that, we have the whole confession. Let's talk about Gabe really quick. Yes, because he was being a little bit noxious in the beginning right. as well. Mr. There is a mole and I will do nothing but to stop it. You can already tell. We know by the coming up next week that there's a big thing going on with him. Mm -hmm. But even before that happened, he's just trying way too hard to find out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I know there's such a thing as doing your job and doing it well, but you're you're doing too much. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I wonder if he's... Like, okay, so we talked about how him possibly being a beast and Correct. stuff like that. I wonder if he, like, put himself in that, like, situation because maybe, you know, as an ADA, he put himself in that situation because of Vincent? Or how because, so? What do you, you mean? Know, what, as far as him being an ADA, what do you mean? Like, yeah, like, he had put himself in that particular you know, precinct and that particular case because he knows Cat is with Vincent and just to kind of, like you know, like, metal around. But how does he, how does he already know that Kat is with Vincent? I don't know. Maybe he knows. Hmm. But I feel like if he did know that, he wouldn't be doing all the extra stuff. The fact that he went into Evan's morgue when he didn't show up to work and tore the whole thing up looking for evidence, and he gave himself the warrant. That's what was even more, (laughs) like, the kick in the butt. She's like, what are you doing? How'd you get the warrant? Well, I gave it to myself. Awesome. (laughs) Feel safe around you. Thank you. Yeah. Won't be surprised when you're in my underwear drawer next week. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Anyhow, but um, the last scene that we see him, I didn't expect this one because, you know, I did theorize that quite possibly he could be a beast. But we see the hand shaking as he goes for the medicine. And I'm thinking, okay, that could be a beastly thing, or it could be something that our kind engineer had mentioned because he was watching the show with us. Is yeah. it something about having like a, a body part from from? Well, yeah, because I mean, what was the other significance of showing that hand because freaking of the out hands. when the electricity? Ooh, they exchanged hands or something. No, but I'm just saying, like, it showed the hand was twitching and right. it was like not acting as it should. Correct. So perhaps he has one of those hands and he has to keep it at bay by some it not acting as it should. Got it. Because that's, that's what I was looking at. It was like... Yeah. Bruh. But then that's just weird. So what are they, like, giving random beast parts to re- regular people just to see how it adapts to their body? I mean, you gotta, you gotta think of it from... I mean, I don't know if the writers are looking into it this much, but, I mean, you have a, a company like Murfield. Like, how do they have their... What's their income? Like, how does this company exist? Perhaps they exist by creating, like, prosthetic body parts for people. And now they're just using that technology into the beast th- kind of thing. I mean, so from cross species to super soldiers to we're giving away body parts. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about giving away, but I mean, it just makes charging sense. charging a lot. Like that was their prosthesis price. lab or something right, like that. Right, right. You know, I don't. Oh, what I really did not <laughs> like that guy, Kyle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got him in nerves. He looks like a young Don Cheadle. He does. Looks exactly oh, like a young does. Don Cheadle. He does. I just see Twilight every time I look at him. I'm all you're. 
a vampire. That's all I see. He can kick some ass, though. Can he? I was just getting mad at him. No, I mean, watching this episode, he beat the crap out of uh, Evan. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny, too, because no offense to him as the actor, but he's a he's a slender individual. And you he see is. Evan, and he's a little bit more bulky. And he's taller, too. Exactly. So for Evan to get just his butt kicked and spanked all over the place, which made him look even more like a pansy, I was getting a little bit frustrated. It seemed Put a little comical. Fights. It did seem a little comical. Right. Unless you're doing martial arts, that is right. not acceptable. Yeah, and then with the nurse too. I thought if I saw two people in the same episode, like just about to hit a button and then the crap kicked out of them, I would have been so pissed off. If that if that nurse like knocked her away before she hit the button, I would have been yeah. like, "Are you serious? Come yeah. on, yeah, come on." Yeah. I mean, cat's highly trained to fight, and then you got a nurse that's just sitting there. So yeah, yeah. it would have been a yeah. little bit disappointing. I'm, I am glad though that like she took her down. Yeah, yeah, because so, then it would have been like, yeah. I want to say well, one of the things about Kyle that really made me mad one of the lines that he was saying as far as yeah you've been tracking down the beast but obviously you don't know anything about him because you're so busy thinking that he is a beast and all you're doing is just killing people but if you really were doing your homework that's when you would realize that the only people he's killing are murderers right so then you wouldn't be as quick to think that he's this evil individual because when they're talking face to face and Vincent's in the cell he had said something along the lines and I wrote it down just because I was like why Er, um, where did I write it down at Uh, but the gist of what he was saying is that basically you deserve this uh, and oh, because Vincent had said to him what are you going to do to me cut me up into pieces right and he's like well don't you deserve it and he had made some, Vincent made a few smart comments about one of the agents. I don't know, maybe if he'd killed him in the past, and I just don't remember because there was a shootout many episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the person they were referring to. But Kyle had said to him that how they're going to pump him full of adrenaline and unzip him or something like a duffel bag, or mm-hmm. it was yeah, just, ooh. it was a little graphic, Too like much. not like graphic words wise, exactly, type of thing. exactly. So it was just a little great imagery, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, excellent writing by all means, but at the same time, just makes you want to hate him even more. Exactly. Yeah. But how are they going to make you hate this slender guy? True. Without doing something like that, without introducing him, having him not do too much, but then kill a main character. I mean, yeah. How yeah. else to make a? How else to create a villain? Right. Very true. Very true. He did a great job. Oh, definitely. Well, and the other thing that he said, and this was a big duh moment for me, too, is when he did shoot Evan the first time around, and he's trying to pressure Evan into telling him who just got into the facility, which is obviously Kat. Right. Evan's not going to give that information up. Well, you may as well kill me. Shot him. I already was planning on it. Duh. Yeah. Evan, duh. Right. You know what I mean? The whole time, I just want to say that you should have known better. Yeah. You've been warned so many times. And the thing is, is throughout the season, there's been multiple occasions where he's had incidents meeting up with Kyle and Kyle's done something that either was not with his word. Right. Or just pushing him off to the side, took information from him and said, peace. Thank you. Get out of my way. You don't know what you're doing. Right. So if someone's done that to you multiple times, you got burned. Yeah. Why do you keep touching the flame? Especially when the flame has a gun. Hello. Exactly. Amen. Guns and flames don't mix. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> I don't know. So that's my my two cents. Maybe he about all felt that. like he had. I don't know. Maybe he felt like he had nothing else to live for. If True, you think about it, he has yes. no cat. Now he's not going to have a, a job. Why? But he chose to he let did himself take the blame. He didn't yeah. have to do that, and he only did that seconds before he decided he was going to die. So it's not like he'd made that decision early on in the right. show. 
You know, and as far as I have nothing to live for, well, homie, you didn't exactly have a relationship with Kat in the first place. It's not like they were together and they were in love and then she left right. him for this vigilante monster beast. None of that ever happened. You had a crush on her. You really liked her once. You slobbered on her when you were drunk in a photo booth. And that's it. Yeah. And I understand when you really care about somebody, you love mm-hmm. someone, sometimes you don't even necessarily have to have a relationship with them. Because it's true to be, or it can happen where you're very infatuated right. with somebody. Right. But to a point where you're willing to just die like that? Eh. Yeah. It, just, think, it, it, it came from guilt, I think. Go ahead. It was, yeah. Me? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> it, really, it really does feel like writers writing them out of the series. I yeah. mean, in, in, within one episode, Beast is captured, put in a facility, they break into the facility, two different people, and he ends up dead. That's one episode. Honestly, if they were going to keep this character around or if they were planning on it, it would have been one episode, Beast gets captured. All right, let's do some planning. Let's have some other stuff going on. Next episode, they're in there. Stuff's going on. And then at the end of the episode, he dies. Right. But yeah. this was just like, okay, this happens, this happens, this happens. Oh, Okay. You get shot once. All right, we'll keep you along for a little bit longer. And then we're going to kill you anyway for no reason. Yeah. Written out of the show. Right. I think it's maybe because they kind of ran out of maybe a storyline for him. You think? I mean, what else would he, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he knew. He could have, but he could have gotten out of the situation alive and he could have been one of the people, just like Tess has the decision, either you're with me or you're against me. And he could have joined the team. It would have been an awkward, hard thing because it's not like you can expect him to just drop his feelings for her quickly because then it would have put him in the situation of having to be around Kat and Vince in love. Right. That would have hurt, too. But then it's like, what do you do with him? I don't what know. would be his just, story? You know, we're just like, oh, around, hey, what's going on? Let him walk around the labs shirtless. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's the one who knows about her mother now, but then they just kill him after he finds out about that. Yeah. So it's literally, let's have this character find out something. She's like, oh my God, he knows now. Right. And then just kill him before anything happens right. with it. Yeah. Well, I think the point with all that was for him, before he was killed off the show, to realize who Vincent truly was, his real yeah. character. Because mm-hmm. by finding out who Kat's mom was and the fact that she was behind some of these experiments and helped create Vincent because in the get-go he thought that Vincent was a petri dish experiment that right. he was just created to find out that this person that a you hated so much b you've been after so much and everything else was an innocent bystander nonetheless he was also a war veteran yeah he was a hero who right. volunteered his body and himself for an experiment and got transformed into this and now he has to live a life in hiding and always being hunted he can't be normal. But can yeah. I ask you, did you you knew all this information before this episode? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then what was what was the point of this episode? Because Evan has been the one trying to rat out uh, Vincent for the longest time. Right. He didn't know who Vincent was. He just knew there was a, a beast going around the city killing people. And the beast was killing murderers. I understand. But so, what, what I'm saying is with this character's story arc, for him to find out all this information that we already know before he's killed off, what was the point in this episode? Because... To feel like a butthole. To I feel know, like, but yeah. television is about telling a story and telling something the viewers that they can be like, oh my God. And I like this show. I've watched like a few of them here and there. And it just seems... It's, it's, it's bad when you have an hour and you, you just... Ha- you only let the character have revelations and you don't give anything to the audience. We knew all this mm-hmm. information. We, he should have discovered something that was crazy that we would never have thought of and then died because then only Beast would know and then it could continue in the story but now it's like he just discovered things that we only know they kill him off and it can't really continue it just 
it it's kind of a waste of an episode. It's an interesting yeah. opinion. I like Sorry, I didn't, yeah. mean, I didn't mean to... No, but I love I the like passion that. behind what you just said. Yeah. You are getting in. <laughs> like that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I... The reason I enjoyed it as a female, and I don't know if it's just because as a female, I was like, ah! But I, I like the fact that he just felt like a big ass, basically, because you were... You caused all this. Yeah. So, at least before you die, you found out the truth. Yeah. And you just created all this for nothing. If you would have gotten off your high horse and listened when people were trying to explain to you the truth, none of this would have happened. Yeah. He was too busy being stubborn, too busy having emotions for Kat, thinking, I'm going to be a hero and show her... I think what he was doing is just showing her he was worth her love by right. going around and protecting her and doing all these things and then getting the competition out of the way at the same time. He's a beast anyway, so we're just going to remove him from the situation and I have a better chance at you. Right. Too busy being a guy. It. Yes. No offense. I think, she, I think he should have told her about her mother before the end of the episode, before he died. Ooh. He should have. However, Vincent specifically said, we are not telling her that. No, I understand that, but I think... Maybe in next episode you'll see she received an email from him too. Maybe that had that information because he emailed before Vince told him not to, didn't he? Um, I don't know. Or I just remember after? him emailing him, e- doing an email while Cat was convincing him not to stay behind. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. but still, I I think he should have told her just so it could move the story along a little bit more. But the the reason Vincent does not want Cat to know is because he does not want her to see her mother like that. In that light. You know what I mean? She I, doesn't necessarily idolize her mother, but she loves her mother very, very much and spent years of her life feeling guilty over her mom's death. Right. She didn't realize Murfield was the one that killed her. She just thought, one night, uh, my car wasn't working, had mom come out and help me, and because my car wasn't working and I called mom out to rescue me, she got shot. It's my fault. So she left. she lived years with this guilt, only for Vincent to tell her, that's not the case. You know, mm-hmm. she knows that Murfield was somehow involved, but she does not know, to my knowledge, she does not know that his her mother was the one who changed Vincent. But would you be looking forward to next episode more if he had told her? Yes. Yes. Right, writing, I have to agree. Writing is about creating problems, not solving them. Tying them up in a neat little bow nobody wants to watch. If you create a problem, people are like, how is she going to solve this? How is she going to react to this? What's going to happen now that she knows about her mother and she knows Vincent didn't tell her? That's true. That's That's a good argument. Hmm. (laughs) For me, I'm like, well, for me, the hook was, I I think they're going to drop that situation and they're really going to dig into Gabe now. He's the next story. Who is he really? Why is he trying to find out and hunt down this beast so much and figure out who the mole is and this, this, and that? Mm-hmm. Is he doing it because he wants to find out how Vince was able to... Well, Vince hasn't found a cure. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I honestly don't. I feel like they jump too much. Between I don't know, maybe it's me. The they jump too much between the situations. Where the heck is Heather? That's what I want to know. Where's I little know. sister? In she was all in my spin this- class. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. But that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Should have asked her, hey, I hey, know. where are you? <laughs> Where's your character? Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would have. And can I just say how comical it was? Like, I said it during the show. What? The big red button. Yes. Okay, yes. we have this state-of-the-art jail with this amazing, like, blue-barred prison system, because blue is more powerful than looking. black. And you have just, like, the little, little, like, plastic, like, the, like, launch the warhead kind of button, like... 
ooh, what does this button do? I'm assuming because it's the only button in this entire 30 by 30 <laughs> foot room that it's going to release this cage. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a little comic know? relief in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving me speechless right now. I don't know. It's like a Price is Right button. Right. Oh, I was thinking like, of Staples. You know oh, that Staples oh, oh, oh. button yes, that says yes. easy? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Deal or no deal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving right along into our romantic ending, because I'm sure a lot of ladies enjoyed that. I didn't know where they were going with it, honestly, when they're sitting on the subway. Were they on the subway? They were. They were on a subway, kind of reminiscing over what had just happened with Evan passing and them talking about they've pretty much created a dangerous world for each other. Yeah. And reflecting how they met. And, oh, I should have just left. Kat was saying, I, it was selfish of me to come and find you. Yeah. And Vince is saying, that was the best day of my life. I was like, oh. That's cute. It was cute. So Only in the movies. Aww. Only on TV. <laughs> Melting over here. So I'm like, uh, somebody say that to me, sure. right? <laughs> it's the best day of my life when you came looking for me. I know. So anyhow, <laughs> but the point of me saying all that is when they were having this conversation, I was thinking to myself, okay, is the W not the BB? Whoa, flashbacks. CW. They are now the CW. <laughs> are they going to try to write in some sort of let's go back and forth again as to whether or not we want to be together? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it sounded like they were going to go in that direction of all I bring in your life is danger. All I bring is danger. Maybe we should split up. But yeah, they didn't. Thank goodness. I think that if they do, then it's finished. Oh, people would be angry. Yeah. No. they. I mean, it took them so long to get to where they're at right now that it's like, if you split them up, then like, what's the point? No. Anymore? And I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they really are going to explore the evolution of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And now that they are such a team, it's them against the world. Them against Murfield. Yeah. They're the big uh, opposing team, if you will. That was bad wording on my <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like That's their biggest challenge right now. I am curious to see what kind of challenges are going to be thrown at them in the future, aside from Gabe. Right. But in order for the season to keep going into a second season, there's going to have to be more obstacles than just Murfield alone. Right. Kyle, Kyle's going to become a beast. Is That's what... Oh, you think so? That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Mm. Maybe he'll break into the lab and inject himself so that he can take on the beast... Yeah. And they can throw down. Yeah. Well, because his, his eyes, when he saw the transformation, were like fear, but like kind of like, whoa. So I think he's kind of intrigued by it. Hmm. Makes sense. Except for the unzipping like a double bad part. He probably doesn't want that. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. No. I want to know where the heck Murfield came from. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah, you are these people that teamed up with the yeah. military to create this experiment. But really, who are you? What is your origin? Right. What is your Prosthetics. That uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Prosthetics, <laughs> military prosthetics. Hmm. I don't that know. could work. Though. I don't military know. Military prosthetics. Well, I want to end with this before we get into news gossip and predictions and all those <laughs> good things. The last thing in that conversation that I really liked was the line uh, about them talking about the "I'll do everything I can to protect you." Blah 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 right. blah. And Vincent had said something about. Now, I can't live without you. I know. So I'm like, yes, this solidifies that they are together. Not to mention earlier in the episode when he was doing laundry at her house, like a normal couple. She that said something cute. along yeah. the lines of, well, it's a good thing that you have a girlfriend who can, you know, basically yeah. help you out. I said, yes, that's right. Make it official. I know. I love that. Yeah. That was the best part, I think, of the episode. I concur. Well, with all that said, <laughs> why don't we get into our news and gossip? 
Alright, so for those of you who have not heard, and I know all you BCs are so dedicated, so you know about all this information, but I you know, like to spit it out there anyways in case anybody's missed it, but there is a comic out that they just released that they're doing for Beauty and the Beast, which I thought was really cool. They were doing that for another show on the CW called Arrow, and that's based on a comic book, uh-huh. so I think that's neat that they intertwined it, and it's a different person, but started doing a comic for that, and I started reading it. Huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah, so I like that. Oh, and then P.S., I'm sure you guys know, but Jay Ryan has a baby on the way. What? Yes! Shut up. Heartbreak, right? Yeah. His first baby is on the way. Somebody had actually tweeted him something about either coming somewhere or going to something, and he had said that that's the due date of his firstborn child. Oh Boo. For us. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, okay, so when's the wedding? Because we know he's got a girlfriend. I'm wondering right. if they're going to get married anytime soon. Maybe it'll be over the break between season one and two. Hmm. I don't know. Also, other things that you can do. You can vote on USA Today to save Beauty and the Beast. Also, you can do Best Couple on a website called Inside Pulse vote for them there. I'm not really sure what all this voting does, to be honest with you. I mean, it's great because it's publicity and it's getting it out there. I don't know if that's something that's really going to convince the CW to save the show. And at this point, mm-hmm. they're at a 50-50. Right. Which blows my mind because the dedication of the fans for this show is so diehard. Right. Because how many shows do you really hear of people going through as much effort as we're going through to save the show? Right. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. even Kristen had mentioned something about the fact that they had some diehard fans for Smallville, and the fan base was larger. Right. But the fans for this show are times 10. Yeah. Their dedication. Yeah. And I'm sure that blows their minds away. That's such yeah. a great feeling. So that's one thing. The other thing I wanted to talk about, the test diaries. There's also a blog that I'm pretty sure it's probably not Lisa writing it, but it's in the character of Tess. And it goes all the way back starting in 1995. So huh. back in the day. Yeah. Throwback. So I started reading some of that, too. But so if any of you guys can't get enough of Beauty and the Beast, you can definitely check out the comic book and also the test diaries. And, of course, we all know that Lisa and Austin love to do behind-the-scenes, backstage, kind of entertaining YouTube videos. The one that I watched this week was kind of one of my favorites because they were going through the old warehouse. And here you see Austin. Have you seen those videos? P.S. I have. Okay. I have seen them. Favorite. Austin <laughs> in the Beast bed with his shirt off. Just laying there. <laughs> this is like where I, uh, you know, daydream about Catherine. I'm like, you guys are a riot. Yeah. Such a genius idea, by the way. Just getting fans involved and getting to see the behind the scenes. But at the same time, an opportunity to get to know you guys as actors. You know, you get yeah. to see a little peek of your guys' sense of humor and stuff like that. That's really cool. Love it. Yeah. So that's my news of things to check out. Oh, and also, I don't want to make any promises, but I've been in communication with Austin Bases. Very nice guy. Very gracious. We're trying to get him in studio since they've wrapped with all of their filming to see if he can come in and do an interview with us, talk with us, and say hello for everybody. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. I mean, if you want to, I don't know, shoot, shoot out a tweet to him and just kindly suggest <laughs> how much you would love to see him on the show, that would be awesome. That would be fun. All right, let's get into some predictions. And now... You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions. Ooh. Well, we started talking about... Predictions. Predictions. We started talking about a little bit of our predictions while we were talking about the show as far as talking about Gabe being a beast. Um, 
I don't know what's going to happen with all those pills. I'm really surprised that Kat didn't catch any of that. She noticed that he was acting strange, but that's mm-hmm. about it. All the flashes that we saw, I don't know, every time they do his montages, honestly, they get a little bit confusing to me because it's just so choppy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that the truth about him will definitely have to come out by next episode. I don't know. What about you? I definitely think so. Or if not next episode, then hopefully by the end of the season. Just like wrap it up. <laughs> you know what I would like to see? This is not necessarily a prediction. I want to see Tess's character break it off with Joe. Give yes. him a big screw you. Either, I don't know. I feel like her character honestly is going to be the type to give him an ultimatum. She's not going to do that. I'm going to walk. She's going to give him either me or her. Figure it out. Yeah. That's what I see her doing. Right. Which she should just be like, goodbye. Peace out. Yeah. I'm number one. Always. Exactly. Exactly. Those are my thoughts. I think Mr. <laughs> Alex is going to turn into a beast. He's going to be a bad guy for a while and then discover something and be a good guy. Good prediction. <laughs> All right. Well, before we leave, let's leave our Twitter handle so people can converse with us. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter at Justinique and my website, any24.com. And you can follow me at Kiss My Passport. You can find me on YouTube. Just YouTube my name, Ali Kona Bradford. And you can also find my website. I don't ever mention that, but it's AliConaBradford.Wix.com backslash television host. Well, that wraps up today's episode of Beauty and the Beast. Again, a dramatic one. I cannot wait till next week's episode. And I know you guys can't either. So definitely keep the conversation going. Tweet us. We'll talk all about it. So we see you guys next Thursday. Have a good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.